Nitrate power. You're in the dog zone for an hour. Come on. You know the number. Welcome to the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1900 Hot Dog, America's last comedy website. I'm the Baron of Brawn, Robert Brockway, and with me is the Prince of Pump, Sean Baby. Woo! It's a pleasure our, to be here. <laughs> and our meaty sweetie, oh so big and beefy, barbarian queen, Hannah Michaels. Hello! <laughs> ah, perfect. A perfect, perfect. barbarian entrance. Uh, Fuck yeah! That was hopefully. on cue. My grandma taught me that. She was a member of Mensa. <laughs> Back when they were an all burping club. That's yes. how you get into Mensa. Yeah. For sure. Burp in, burp out. All right. Today, as hopefully you have guessed, we are playing the final barbarian game. Now that's a game where each of you occupy the very spacious uh brain of a barbarian brother, and you tell me how you'd play out one of their movies if you were them. If you sync up with the movie, or if you're just if your answer is fucking barbarian as fuck you get a barbarian point and that's not a joke you need to keep track of those you'll need them at the end all right i've never homework. seen any of these so i'm excited that's perfect that's the exact yeah, that's energy you're supposed to go into this anonymous. sean has played so many of the games that he, he can guess now but uh you're, the, you're so. here as as always as the wild card i do have the match and i have seen uh the barbarians the fine yes after playing the game, of course. Yeah, uh, Hannah, are you familiar with the Barbarian Brothers at all? It would be crazy if you were. Not at all. Not oh. even a little bit. Oh, you're going to go make poopies? Go ahead. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right, we'll meet back in five after the poopies. <laughs> That's Sorry. amazing you knew that. You just called it from my voice, I guess. <laughs> all right, the Barbarian Brothers are two huge guys. Uh, they're identical twins. And that's it, I guess. I see. I thought they were like professional wrestlers, but somebody else came in and is like, "No, they were just two huge guys." And uh, we gave them several movies uh, yeah. with larger budgets than you would think. They could not act. Uh, I would argue they're completely charming, just because they're just two huge dopes doing their best. There is and, a sensibility uh, yeah. to them that you can't get from normal people. Like, there's a madness to the movies where where you're like, I can't even like. Uh, reverse engineer how we got to this point. Like when he was hanging from uh, a noose and to get out of it, he just made walrus sounds and it broke. And I'm like, a normal person would like demonstrate something to do with like super neck muscles or something. But no, he's just like walrus sound. That's how we'll communicate that. And it's like, uh, that's crazy walrus. in a way that is unpredictable. And they carry that with them to everything. Walrus sound is how you tense your neck muscles best. That's why they do it. Uh, probably it, it, again it makes a sort of sense after it all happens I j it's hard yes. to understand how they got to it so we have done their previous movies which were the barbarians double trouble and twin sitters uh all of them were kind of ripoffs uh barbarians was a ripoff of conan the barbarian double trouble was a ripoff of the where each other's identical twins one one is good one is evil pauper and prince style and twin sitters was kind of home alone but calling them ripoffs of those movies just does them a massive injustice because it's it's like somebody vaguely heard of those movies yeah. and mm. then tried to rip off the premise, but also 
was just huge and had problems thinking. Mm, I'm already enjoying this. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Just uh, you're hopefully in the headspace. So with that in mind, we're going to do Think Big. This is their trucker adventure movie. Uh, all male leads legally had to do a trucker adventure movie up until, I want to say, 1997. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then they had to transition to ripoffs of The Professional. But before that, trucker movie was how you how you got your, your start. I think they all had to do a Twin Sitters, too. They all had to do a Mr. Nanny or a Tooth Fairy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Men taking care of babies was hilarious in the 80s. Can you imagine if men had to take care of babies? It will never happen. This is a true story. Uh, My daughter is unsupervised right now, and I just went and checked on her, and she has created a pile of debris so she can stand up to play an arcade game in the living room. Uh, So she's playing WWF superstars on a pile of garbage while I'm in here in a more or less soundproof room. So. With a single I, I tear like of that's pride, confirmation bias because all I have is a feral cat, and he is also covered in garbage. And I feel like mm-hmm. it takes less to parent one of those. You really got to work to be as bad at this as I am. Playing the feral cat equivalent of a wrestling game, which I guess would be licking your genitals. That's that's pretty that's pretty close. Yeah, that's I, how uh, Honky Talk Man finished his opponents. It never happened, but I begged Eric Barnes uh, to be on Wrestling Pro Wrestling and just be a cat that licks its genitals in the middle of the stage while the wrestlers just stand there and wait for it to stop so they can start fighting. <laughs> and he did not leap at that chance. Oh, no, he wanted to, he was down. He was like, I have to oh, check okay. with a bunch of people, though. And they yeah, were not. Wasn't flexible enough. Yeah, that needs to be on the record that yeah. he was. Down. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am flexible enough. I have a joint disorder. That was the other thing. He was like, we're not sure that we can insure you given that you're doing this trick is actually hurting your health. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's all professional wrestling. I'm I mean, pretty that, sure that's the, the thesis I mean, statement of professional I mean, wrestling. You heard it here, folks. Wrestling pro wrestling takes care of its performers more than more than the WWE. Which is not a bar anybody should have any trouble clearing. No, it's not. But uh, yeah, if you live in Burbank, go see it. I'm plugging someone else's thing right now. Well, yeah, speaking of, do but you you're want saying to there's plug no your own? no one licking their own genitals. Yeah, as far as I know, they might still let me. Do I would it another I would time. keep that out of the next plug. Is all I'm saying. I'm just saying leave <laughs> that open. Yeah, you don't know if they've changed policy since then. Nobody could say. I mean, you want to say it's on the table. I don't even know if he remembered to ask them or if he just wrote it down and then was like, I forgot. So, Hannah, where can people find you licking your own butt? Oh, uh, my Twitter is at Hannah Michaels, H-A-N-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-S. And um, I won't be on camera for that, but I will be describing it more than is necessary. Fantastic. I mean, metaphorically, that's all Twitter really is. Yeah. So I love your uh, Twitter account because you always remind us of the context that your parents read it. And I think that brings like a nice, uh, and it brings a nice nice edge to the comedy. Do they They discuss uh, it with you? They do. They have issues with it. They have (laughs) issues with it. Like I, I, I think I, I had this whole saga where I was like upset that I had to go on a trip alone with my mother and she booked a single bedroom and 
<laughs> the last time we went on a trip together, she had this whole like thing where she's a therapist and she was trying to rebirth us. And um, it was oh, horrific God. and upsetting. And she Is called me. Is that what me. it sounds like? That's yes, exactly what I've it sounds heard. like. And okay. she called me to correct me that the trip to Kauai was not in 2004. Not that she did not try to do that. She did not dispute that at all. Yeah, not don't tell people about that. I Just made a the crazy year. Crazy mistake. Apparently, I was a couple years ahead. Maybe I wanted to seem younger, mom. <laughs> right. Excuse me. Women should oh. never lie about their age, sweetie. I hope, I hope you're not in the industry, mother. Let's recreate mother. the passing through my birth canal. Like a normal yeah. mother and daughter on vacation. Yes. yes. Uh, oh, what a perfect start to this podcast. What perfect energy <laughs> of wrestlers licking their genitals and people being rebirthed by their mothers. It's just... We're 10 minutes in and it's, it's, I couldn't. She was also like, you know, I was joking. Right. And I was like, you, I know you were half joking. Mm -hmm. I know this was also a therapy trend at the time that you were very enthusiastic about and tried with your patients. So I don't buy it. Did she invent this or was, did another therapist invent this? Oh, other, other much worse therapists are perverts, like as a rule. Oh yeah. I'm getting that. Yeah. Like historically therapists are objectively the worst kind of pervert because they're back intrusive to about it. Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Total perv. Cokehead vibrator. You know, he wasn't cleaning those vibrators between patients. That is a health hazard. <laughs> you know, he was dusting them with Coke between patients. Yes. A hundred percent. Some Coke had to get on the single vibrator that I'm assuming he used for every patient. That's what causes yeast infections at the very least. I don't know what was on that. What was in that Coke? Was it pure Coke? Sure. Was it laced with something? What There's other no infections can you get? Coke. I don't he know. Would have been dead. He would have been dead. Probably. What a perfect segue into the movie. <laughs> thing. A second perfect segue. <laughs> with the Barbarian Brothers. All right, let's get started. There is, of course, an animated opening sequence. Uh, full of wacky antics. I'm going to give you the general theme of the antics, which is that the Barbarian Brothers try to do the right thing with their strength and no other virtues, and uh, they get horribly wounded instead. Okay. Give me some antics. Give me an antic, Sean. Okay. Um, let's see. A old lady is stuck under a car, and they have to come lift the car to free her, and end up throwing the car so hard it lands on a second old lady. <laughs> I think that might have actually been in there. So yeah, get a barbarian point. Oh, thank you. Anna, a barbarian antic. Um, hmm. All right. So you can look this up. Argentina, 1990-something. <laughs> Not where I was expecting uh, an animated antic to go. I'm super intrigued. <laughs> This is a an animated reenactment reenactment of the time a poodle named Kachi or Kachi, I'm not sure. Ironic name. Um, fell 13 stories onto a woman, killing them both instantly. Another woman witnesses the tragedy and walks in front of a bus to see it. A man witnesses this, has a heart attack, and dies in the hospital. And then the brothers in this animated reenactment are driving the bus 
and also try to groom the poodle so it looks a little nicer for its funeral. Not the people, <laughs> just the poodle. Uh, a, a, a perfect Quite antic? An antic. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, incorporate their strength, but it's very barbarian. Uh, maybe it was their strength that made them drive the bus extra hard into a woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mean, make sense. Not following the cartoon, but fucking definitely get a barbarian point for that. So you each have one. Mark them down. This is it's how on this Wikipedia's is go. list of unusual deaths. <laughs> unusual <laughs> antics. What yes. uh, starring the that, barbarian brothers? What led you to that Wikipedia? Um, that's my favorite page <laughs> <laughs> i check it every day to just to see if it's updated i, I do check it sometimes. only seven of them are mine <laughs> <laughs> somebody's right. got to have a couple got to be responsible for a couple of those weird deaths it's got to be the, the darkest badge of honor that's a great Twice idea in for a serial killer in very different centuries people have died at the concept of a donkey eating figs. I don't know if this is like died laughing at the concept of a donkey eating figs. I don't know if this is thing. like something I'm missing here in ancient culture and medieval culture because again different centuries two people have been documented dying laughing at a donkey eating figs or just the concept of a what is I it, don't I don't is understand. It because the food is a very fancy food and the donkey is like a very base animal. That's my guess, but I again, think... I I feel like are ancient people just very stupid? I think yeah. what it is yeah. is that they're very chewy and sticky, and uh, uh... so it kind of looks like the donkey is talking. Same right. logic as like Lancelot Link Mr. Ed, Secret yeah. Chip or Mister Ed. Yeah, and then someone's behind the donkey saying hilarious donkey stuff. Like, That's exactly what I do. Oh, I'm gonna go poop on the floor. Oh my god. And then they're that like, makes a lot more sense. I'm my ancient brain can't deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> it shuts down. That's, that's my wife's meatloaf. And they're just like, <laughs> it looked like the donkey had a wife and she makes bad meatloaf. <laughs> now, tell them I died. Happy. <laughs> snow crash death virus of just ancient times. <laughs> One guy got that joke. He'll love it. All right, now for the most important question of the game. This is to Hana. Who does the theme song for this movie, and what genre is it? Uh, I'm going to say Randy Newman, who is his own genre. That's perfect and perfect, but not very barbarian. I'm going to give you a point for that. Sean, who does the theme song, and what genre is it? Well, you've already given me a clue that it needs to be barbarian. So I'm going to say um, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, Polka. Definitely not. Neither of you get any points. Uh, there is a forbidden button on the soundboard, and I would like you to press it now. Oh, my God. I've been dying to press this. Oh, it's them. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Okay, I'll stop it. So uh, I guess that that's obviously the Barbarian Brothers rapping their own theme song in the style of I want to say half Public Enemy, half Beastie Boys. 
Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of, of course, it's expositional. It is about the movie and about how they, they think big in the movie, uh, which they don't. <laughs> they, they don't even try. <laughs> yeah, truck drivers are not like, maybe they are. Are they dreamers? It feels like that's not a job you get into because you're like, man. I mean, they're daydreamers. I imagine there's a lot of daydreaming, but I don't think like. See, that's what, what I'm, you, what I'm that's thinking what right now based on what you've described is maybe these movies are a testament to overthinking rather than underthinking. And there's no way for us to know. I think there's a way for us to know. And it's the facial expression of a barbarian brother at any point in time. That's also. Oh, yeah, that's true. I have not seen that. <laughs> they, I assure you, they are not overthinking it. And they're and it's not a it's not a vacant expression. They uh they love nothing more in this world than to not overthink things. They are just having a genuine blast. Yeah, there's not a capacity to the walrus sound. It's not like there's a lot of depth of meaning in a walrus sound. It's just I a walrus sound. I guess I was confused uh, by your attempts to find meaning in the walrus sound. Somewhere in Montana, the present. You, Hana, are Rafe, and you, Sean, are Vic, and that's David. Okay, You're so I'm driving... the one who's who's passed. R.I.P. to me. Yes, but you're healthy I'm alive, as healthy and alive here. Healthy as anybody has ever been that has also possibly done more steroids than any other human in history. Right. <laughs> what am I wearing? Whatever that. Whatever oh, wait, that's. I tell you what I'm wearing. I, I remember how this game works. Sure, you could tell me what you're wearing for bonus oh, okay. points. Uh, let's see. Uh, moth-eaten sweatpants, and the butt says, "Eat this, Gary." Uh, two two quick wraps of saran wrap for a shirt uh, a feathered Robin Hood cap seven bandanas pretty close uh, there's not as much flair in this one uh, there you got the moth eaten sweatpants uh, big big sweater uh, with the entire top section cut out to be a crop top that ends at the uh, belly button, like a V-neck scoop that goes down to the belly button. I should have guessed oh, that. Oh, man, I was already going to start out with mesh crop. <laughs> well, you can go. What are you wearing, Rafe? Mesh crop, single ostrich feather earring. Very important that it's ostrich Ooh. feather because I have had some success, but not enough for like a whole ostrich feather thing. So it's just And a you're allergic to earring. chicken. Yes. Um, the, those basketball shorts that like every dude in his twenties rolls over and puts on after sex, after saying, Hey, and nothing else to you. And it's like, what the fuck? Why do you all do this? Um, (laughs) those shorts are like, you can wash those. It's okay. Uh, I understand that you only wear them when you're not going out, but you are at home at some point every day. When Uh, I put those shorts on, I'm like. That's my way of saying I'm ready for round two. Like, I'm getting up to get some juice, but I'm coming back and the shorts are coming off. So- oh, yeah. No, there's, there's, if you're saying there's jizz in those shorts, there's jizz in those shorts. For sure. There's, there's leftover runoff in those shorts. Absolutely. Um, and that's the shorts that he has on now. A lot of, he's yeah, wearing yeah. his post sex leftover runoff shorts. Yes, and like, you know, low-hanging 90s style, but the socks are very high-up 70s style sports Mm. socks. And the sneakers are uh, Nike decades that they discontinued after Heaven's Gate. 
Very close on the socks and sneakers. Uh, I believe it's always ratty old chucks, ratty old converse, uh, and ankle warmers. Uh, also, moth-eaten sweatpants. And a tank top that is just really putting some work in. Just really outmatched. A really outmatched tank top. Nice. Sexy. All right, you're, you're driving your big rig truck, your truck drivers. The truck is named Lucky. Uh, you're having a conversation about two things that's really about one thing. What is that conversation? Uh, spaghetti, but it's really about sex. Uh-huh. And Hana? Mm. I'm going to say bricks, but it's really about my wife and also my mother. <laughs> Both valid guesses. Take a barbarian point each for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Rafe, you're concerned you're about to lose your truck and you are threatening Vic. Vic, you're talking about how cool babies are. <laughs> <laughs> so his biological clock is ticking. Well, I guess my biological clock is ticking. Yeah, you're going to actually guess. What's Vic's favorite thing about babies? Oh, Jesus. Um, probably their fashion sense. No, 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 no. They're, they're, they're clothes themselves. I love this. I love babies' clothes. They fit perfectly over my giant torso. And then he points <laughs> down it. It's like a stretched out toddler shirt. Wear a complete baby outfit on each forearm. That's totally, totally tracking. Yeah. Uh, what you actually say is, you ever think about having kids? They got such little feet. Chicks really dig it when you have kids with them. Besides, babies are good luck unless they're born with three sixes on their tongue. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know there's a Christian edge to these guys. This I guess is I a, figured. amongst the first dialogue of the movie. So, you know, it's, it's like the best that they, that they can do that the screenwriter put forward. Yeah. Uh, now, something is happening in your truck that warrants both of these conversations. The threats and the babies are cool. What is it? Oh, we've definitely kidnapped a baby. Mm-hmm. Hana, mm. any guesses? Uh. I'm going to go with you because I think you're correct, but I also think you did not strap in the car seat properly. <laughs> yeah, and it's that's... just flopping around. It's just bouncing around. Kidnapped or maybe and endangered it's in the baby. truck bed. I bet they made it out of like garbage. It's like made out of two pizza boxes and a yep. seat belt. Yep. You know what? I am going, I think you technically get that. I'm going to give you both a barbarian point for that. You uh, You do have... An unauthorized baby. It is in danger, but that's because there's a woman in the back of the cab delivering a baby, and it's oh, going to make you late for your God. delivery. What <laughs> stakes? There's a detour ahead with all of this in mind. What I love do you the do? wordplay of the double delivery. Okay, so there's a detour ahead, and we're already running low on time. Yes, you're already going to be late, and a baby ahead <laughs> is being delivered, and you're trying to get to the hospital. Hana, I really hope you agree with me, because here's my plan. We drive right the fuck the same way we were going to go at the start. Fuck Just, that detour sign. We're smashing through whatever's in the way. It we're is staying full, on route. It is full of construction workers. Well, they better get moving. Yep. Okay. Beat feet. Yeah, we, we are going to little through them like bowling pins. Yep. That's exactly correct. You, uh, you plow okay. straight through that detour and almost murder, almost intentionally, every single construction worker there. Like there's one you kind of swerve for just to fake him out. And uh, now a motorcycle. <laughs> Is that really in the movie? They kind of fuck with a guy? 
It looks like it. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> intentional that they meant to fuck with him, but the truck swerves a little bit and the guy like does a little a little juke, like which way am I going? And then jumps out of the way. It's pretty Jeez. great. Uh, a motorcycle police officer is now in pursuit. What do you do? Uh, oof. Hana, you think we should throw the baby at him? I was thinking something very similar. I was thinking maybe you ran over a skunk, picked it up while still driving, and threw it at the threw it at the cop. I really like that. Definitely throwing a small creature at a police officer. Good barbarian instincts. You can take a point for that. Oh, thanks. Uh, no, but that's not what you do. Instead, you both grab uh, your own chicken bone. You each have a chicken bone, and you sing the Lucky Lucky Chicken Bone song together. How does the Lucky Lucky Chicken Bone song go, you guys? Whew. I'm guessing, uh... <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty close. I do not have anything queued up. <laughs> <laughs> it would be incredible if you did. Yeah, that would be uh, amazing. Rue, do you want to take this one? Chicken bone. Snap the chicken bone to tell the prophecy. And this is yeah. the imaginary voice of Hannah's feral cat that keeps her yes. company? Yes, okay. that's I mean, exactly what I was doing. Thank you for explaining that. That is bit. 100% what his eyes were saying, so I will take that. Okay. <laughs> but uh, this is no? insane to me. They, they, they sing a chicken song with, their, with the chicken bone each. Uh, yes, uh, it, the, the siren goes on. Bone, they hey, both. Chicken bone, it's my only friend. <laughs> there we go. That's a good chicken up. bone song. That you can get a barbarian point for that. That was pretty close. Yeah. Hana. Uh, the song actually goes, chicken bone, chicken bone, lucky, lucky, chicken bone, chicken bone, chicken bone, lucky, lucky, chicken bone. Don't overthink this. It's a Barbarian Brothers movie. I, this is your response to a police chase. Uh, the pregnant again, woman. I feel like here we are, if they have a magic chicken bone, that this is the time to use it. I'm just saying, mm. how did they get to this point in the writing process when they're how do these characters get out of it? Someone else said, what if they had twin lucky chicken bones? Yes. It's, it makes sense now. I, uh -huh. It's just amazing. Any other writer, it, it, you'd think like, oh, that develops a lot of backstory. These guys are like weird witches outside of this scene. Like we're, we're learning about them. Uh, but in this movie, it's just uh, madness that, that we're making work because our brain is good at solving puzzles. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's the yep. appropriate headspace. That's part. Yep. Uh, the yep. pregnant woman now needs help. What do you guys do to help? Um, I think if one of us grabbed her by her jawline and the other one grabbed her by the pelvis, we could like pop that baby out. <laughs> <laughs> Just accordion that baby right out of her. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking something very similar, but like that slapping scene in Airplane. But oh. it's just two of them, so they just take turns until... Right. Just slashing her in the head until she fucking yeah. has that baby. You're yeah. gonna have that yeah. baby! What people giving birth need is motivation. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, painkillers. Uh, I did say I was going to give you points if it was barbarian as fuck. So take a point. That's barbarian oh, as fuck. Shit. It's mo more so than what they actually do. Uh, the answer is you both take off your shirts to use as okay. blankets for the woman. Uh, it is unclear why she needs blankets, but it's very clear why you don't need shirts. After birth. <laughs> I mean, 
she is on she's on in the back of the cab on what looks like several blankets already. Oh, what okay. you want when you're giving birth uh, is a sterile environment. So what you should do is take nearby yes. bacteria, bacteria n- nearby maniac bacteria and just rub it all over the mother. Yeah. We've established that they are like tank tops and sweaters and some flannel shirts. Uh, all, all, all of truly the bottom. sweat clothes, yes. Now, Vic, you slip into the back to assist the pregnant woman further. What are you doing? Okay. Uh, whew. I think I'm probably going to try to establish a relationship with her to see if I can get that baby. Like, I want to make good enough friends with her that she'll give me her baby. Because I was just talking about uh, how much chicks like babies. If I get this chick's baby, I could get a chick. Uh, So I am going to maybe give her a compliment. Like, hey, you're looking pretty good. That shirt looks nice on you. I like these fluids squirting out of all your holes. (laughs) That is an excellent guess according to the internal logic that the movie has laid out so far. And that means you couldn't be more incorrect. And uh, you will get (laughs) no point. Do I lose one or I still keep it? No. Okay. uh, It's early in the game, but uh, I don't do that again. But don't don't fuck fuck around like that again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What you actually do is you squat nearby with a catcher's glove and provide some patter. Oh, that's real good. I, yeah. I probably should have come up with that. Awesome. Yep, you should have. Rafe, you're driving. What do you do? I just swerve. That I is correct. Just have fun with it. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, you swerve wildly to almost murder some nuns. Awesome. <laughs> Take a barbarian point. Uh, you arrive at the hospital. The motorcycle cop pulls a gun on you and demands you exit the truck. Rafe, what do you do? Uh, put my thumb in the gun hole and say, this lady just had a baby out of her gun hole. And that's, <laughs> that's an emergency. We've had enough things spurting out of holes today, officer. Yes. I love that that's my new favorite slang for vagina is the gun hole. Yeah, yeah. Also, the thumb is very sensually placed inside the gun hole as though it were a mouth. To seduce the officer, of course. Uh, you actually open the door to reveal the baby using it as a human shield. <laughs> <laughs> all nearby people love this. All is forgiven. Oh all, all onlookers, including the cop, applaud. <laughs> you, oh, you're a maniac. Oh, you have a baby, though. That's fine. That's perfect. They, they wouldn't oh have known you were God. pregnant. Anyway, Thank you for driving through the construction site with an unsecured baby in the cab of your truck. Uh, Vic, you get the line to put a wrap on this whole scene. What's that line? You can guess it. You, you are basically already did. We got a, we got, now if you, you'll kindly fuck off, officer, we got a second delivery to make. Pretty close. You get a point for that. Okay. You say, this is the best delivery we ever made. Everybody loves you. Despite Aww. just almost killing some nuns in front of them, doing several illegal things in front of a motorcycle police officer, and then using a baby as a human shield. And I have a newborn uh, in my catcher's mitt now, right? Yes, basically. Okay. Uh, now we cut to David Carradine, who is in this movie for some reason. Uh, his character is named Sweeney. He is a repo man. Uh, he is here to, f- I guess, steal your truck. But in every scene, he has misinterpreted that as he finds your truck intensely erotic. So uh, he's oh. here in this scene. And he slips behind you guys and then really sensually feels up your truck and slips inside of it. 
and uh, he pulls away. You both scream, Sweeney, and chase after him. So there's a relationship here. Okay. Uh, only there's a problem with his escape. What is it? He has stolen too many of their choking belts, and he's all tangled up in them. Uh, no. The problem is Sweeney doesn't know how to drive a truck, but he, he still wants oh. it. Uh, so you easily catch up to him within this scene. Uh, he doesn't get like 15 feet. Uh, Rafe. Is this like a regular truck? Is this like that? No, it's I, a big I rig. think you should leave. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you're truckers. You're truck drivers. Uh, Rafe, you run up to the truck, immediately catching Sweeney. It's unclear why we even did this scene. Uh, you pop your head into the window to confront him. What do you do? Just a, just a mature, elegant headbutt. That's perfect. You get a barbarian point. You wordlessly knock him straight the fuck out. Uh, this is Sweeney uh, is one of the main villains of the film. This is the challenge level you will face. <laughs> he can't steal a truck and he's got a glass jaw. Okay. <laughs> You're a monster who will just knock him the fuck out with very yes. little provocation. Uh, also, it, it, it should be clear that uh, they didn't even look up how repo men work because you only have one payment left on your truck and you still have two days to make it. Uh, <laughs> but they think that's not how repo men work. So he's constantly okay. stealing your truck. It was uh, amazing. It's very confusing. I feel like even in 1990, when this was made, people knew enough about repo men to be like, when you're late on payments, they take your stuff. Not like when you got yeah. one payment left, uh, you have to dodge repo men. It's like a challenge before you can earn your thing. Good okay. writing. All right. Good Just research. Fantastic. I want. No I really notes. want you want to get you into the headspace of the movie. It's very important yeah. to establish that early. Yeah. So you return to your trucker depot, and your fucking nerd of a boss is furious. You relate with your delivery. Describe that nerd boss to me. All right. So okay. he. What was the neighbor's name on Seinfeld? Newman? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he looks like Newman, but pants even higher. Pants mm -hmm. so high, they like cover his chin and nose. Like they, not nose. No, no. For the other thing. Not nose. Just mouth. <laughs> like how assholes wear their masks. On his nose, mm -hmm. there is an unwrapped condom that kind of squeaks and flaps as he breathes in and out and um his eyeglasses are like these these like pink these like very sort of standard nerdy square black frames but mm -hmm. then pink flamingo heads just shoot yeah. out that's excellent i was about to say we should emasculate him a little of the glasses yes mm -hmm. I, maybe a tutu is that? I, let's see if Wardrobe can get this guy in a tutu. Just let the audience know he's a fucking asshole. Let's try. Can we try the tutu? Wow, uh, I don't know how to describe that as any other way than correct. So take a barbarian <laughs> point each for that. Uh, it's not correct, but it should be. Uh, he's dressed like a conventional nerd, high pants. You got that part. Big, thick black glasses. He even has the pocket protector, except for he's fucking seven feet tall. He's played by Bull from Night Court. And uh, he walks out to headlock both of you. Just, <laughs> okay. Again, pay attention to this moment. It will serve you well. So he easily headlocks both of you and gives you a lecture about being reckless and tardy. Then he explains directly after lecturing you about being reckless and tardy that he has a shipment of toxic waste that absolutely needs to be there on time. Who gets that job? 
Us, obviously. No question. Yeah, you guys. You take a barbarian point for that. He literally <laughs> finishes. I don't think we deserve one. No. <laughs> okay. Can don't you imagine take a if this movie was like, we have this very important toxic waste shipment. I'm not giving it to you guys. Instead, you guys are going to go do a very mundane thing over here. That's ridiculous. I just love that in the same sentence, they're so starved for time. They're like, you're reckless. You're tardy. I've got a toxic waste that absolutely needs to be there on time. Who's going? And it's you. You guys get that job. You have 33 hours to get from Techstar, the company where the toxic waste is being stored, to San Pedro, California. It does not take that long. You should have 14 hours of spare time. But I bet, I bet the toxic waste was on the VHS cover. Is it okay if I Google the VHS cover or is that not in the spirit? No, I think it's one of those with like a bunch of characters on it. Oh, okay. Okay. So... Your boss uh, has invented a special countdown clock that he calls the foul-up clock uh, to tick down this job, and he sticks it to your dash. So there is literally a ticking clock in most okay. scenes of the movie. Writing, uh, yeah. Again, just subtext is not for this movie. You need to you need to get out of that mind space. You guys arrive at TechStar, company with toxic waste. Uh, it's a think tank. It's a Montana think tank. Huh. They so exclusively this? employ child geniuses. <laughs> Montana think tank for child geniuses that produces toxic waste. Convenient. Huh. I mean, I don't know for what, but... So this yeah. might not be radioactive waste. This might just be like Cheeto dust and like child diarrhea. It is explicitly explained that it is radioactive. It okay. is never okay. explained what it's from or why. Uh, but anyway, the tech star, think tank. Again, keep that in mind. One of the child geniuses, Holly, has invented a remote control that turns off anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bruckner. All right. You might recognize this as rapidly approaching way too many things, uh, and it's yeah. not done yet. Bruckner, the weenie boss, is trying to sell that to evil businessmen, just men in the general business of evil, when uh -huh. the demonstration goes a bit haywire. What do the evil businessmen do? What are the stakes here? I, I just want to interject real quick. What happened to that woman and her baby? Uh, you are done with them, so they died, I guess. I mean, surely. Surely Great. some sort of staph infection. Great. All I needed to know. And the machines keeping her alive got turned off by Holly, the child slave who invented an off switch to anything. Universal mm -hmm. off switch. That runs on very radioactive material. With All right. What, what further stakes to the to the businessmen? We already have, um, you know, your boss is your your truck is on the line with Sweeney. Uh, your jobs are on the line with your boss. There's toxic waste. So there's literally a ticking clock. What more stakes can we add? I mean, the kid's got to be at risk somehow. Like they're going to kill the kid or she wants to escape. That is correct on both counts. It's both. They oh, give him. Shit. They give him. They give them forty-eight hours to fix it, or they'll kill certainly Bruckner, <laughs> possibly Holly, and Holly simultaneously discovers that she wants to escape. This girl's brain is literally magic, and they're going to kill her. Yes, if unless these two insane truck drivers don't drive toxic waste. Uh, that's not connected yet. Uh, oh, okay. th these are separate ticking clocks. So now we have two dueling ticking clocks in this movie. Very literally. Uh, okay. Holly runs to her therapist, played by Claudia Christian, an integral part of our unified hot dog theory and patron mm -hmm. saint of our site. Hannah, you are now the doctor Claudia Christian. 
How do you help Holly? Uh, I would say I'm treating her very much like a dog here. As in, I'm petting her head and going, there, there, it's okay, it's okay, little puppy. Oh, I want to squeeze your face. I want to squeeze your face. Oh, I want to bite your ears. And I'm wearing as the daughter of ears. You're so cute. You're so cute. Oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. Oh, no, this, I, no, no, no. My, the affection I got was very clinical. (laughs) (laughs) Explains a lot. Uh, definitely the biting of the ears is over the line. Uh, no, that's not how you help her. Uh, the answer to how you help her is you don't. You just kind of go, huh, and she leaves. Hmm. Uh, Holly messages her nerd boyfriend in California to say that's it. Nobody's helping her. She's escaping with the remote control. Uh, exactly as you guys arrive to pick up your delivery. You surely Wait, see how old this. is Holly? She's 16. Okay. okay. Child genius. Uh, an obnoxious foreman says, well, 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 if it ain't the tardy boys again, go grab yourself a grape soda and wait. How do you guys respond? Well, I fucked this guy up so hard. I mm. smashed this guy into a basketball and I dunk him in the nearest wastebasket. Yep. I'm thinking I shake up a can of grape soda and then Ooh. instead of making it explode on him, I just jam it in his eye socket. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you bet you definitely get barbarian points for that, even though that's wildly incorrect. What you instead you guys do is you hang your heads in deep and personal shame and then you walk <laughs> away without a word. Yeah. Like, we really don't respond well to abuse. Like Yeah, you're just like, oh my god, that was so mean. And you just walk steal away. Our truck will punch you in the face. Any other type of abuse, we will just be sadly take it. Hey, speaking of the soda machine, you you actually you listen and go grab a grape soda. The soda machine eats your quarter. Vic, what do you do? How do you respond? Uh, I mean, I pick it up completely off the ground and uh, smash it back down until every soda comes out. Very close. Uh, uh, yeah, you get a barbarian point for that. What you what you do is you pick up a barrel of toxic waste and bash the holy shit out of it. <laughs> While everyone around you panics, screaming that it's toxic waste, going, "Oh God! Oh God! Stop! Stop!" But you do, do you stop? No, no, you not do not until stop. I get my fucking soda. No, you do not stop. Uh, not until Holly actually stops you by using her remote to make the machine spit out quarters and soda to appease your rage. It's the only thing that does. So it does more than turn things off. Apparently, but it's never said. It says it's a universal remote to turn things on and off, but also it's magic and can do whatever. Perfect. Uh, She uses that distraction to hide in your cab as you pull away. Barbarian fashion check. What are you guys wearing for this long haul? Honey, you want to go first? Uh, I'm going to say those sweatshirts that are like... You know how you can get those sweatshirts that are like, um, you got dinosaur spikes starting at the top of the hood. Oh yeah. So like Hell down yeah, the back those. and they're often day glow. Yeah. I like those sweatshirts. They're, they're, they're fun. Um, those, but then it's like also, it's also a porcupine as well as a stegosaurus. So I have just like a bunch of knitting needles sticking out of my back and then same jizzy basketball shorts, just jizzy basketball nice. shorts full of even <laughs> more sexy. cum. Um, <laughs> I've been used several times since then. Two or three days. Even more higher come. socks, like, like, like schoolgirl, like knee, like past the knee socks. Deep um, into the semen zone. Yeah, the yeah, top yeah. Of them just steeping. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As far as as far as you're concerned, because basketball shorts hang low, 
every part of leg is sock. Every part of visible leg is just sock. And nice. um, yeah, then then um, uh, the uh, Nike shoes that were recalled after that town in Oregon tried to secede and it was like a whole thing <laughs> where the owner of Nike kind of owned that town and it's another cult oh, thing yeah. it's weird so the bit is that every time it's it's Nike shoes from a different cult that's it's <laughs> an amazing bit you definitely get a barbarian point for that Sean what's Vic wearing all right nipple is sports bra with a chrome sphere over a checkerboard over top of that Scotty Pippen jersey that says beef half off. <laughs> Tennis skirt. Velvet cape of a forgotten king. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? You done? That's it. That's the whole thing. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Definitely get a barbarian point for that. Even though you both couldn't be more incorrect, uh, the real answer <laughs> is you guys are both wearing full surgical scrubs, including masks. <laughs> what? Uh, because you're playing the game Operation as you drive. For th- for this bit, now that this bit has been set up, Rafe, Rafe, what's your first line of dialogue? Ow. <laughs> should, uh, it should be perfect. Uh, it is not correct. Your first line of dialogue is, do you ever think about dad? <laughs> <laughs> we used to pull his funny bone out too. Vic, uh, what's your reply? I just gave it. Yeah, we used to pull his funny bone out, too. Uh, that would be wonderful. Instead, you say, every time I puke. <laughs> that is really good. Uh, oh, no. oh, my father. Oh, Holly is in the back listening to all of this banter, and it's so stupid, she immediately loses her patience at just how beef you guys are and goes, ah, oh, and this betrays her presence. Uh, you slam the brakes and try to kick her out, but she says... Oh, my brother is sick. You guys got to get me to L.A. What do you guys do? Uh, are we going to L.A. already with the toxic waste? Is that what we're Roughly. doing it? Roughly. Okay. Yeah, like a suburb of it. Uh, um, I say, okay, but you got to wear this. And I give her uh, Hannah's last uh, Barbarian fashion chick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Jizzy shorts and all, it's a crime. That is definitely a crime. <laughs> Jizzy shorts and por- porcupine needles. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say. Uh, I give her the 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 tweezers that are not sanctioned for the game operation, but we don't. The game is not intact. We just have regular tweezers. Uh, mm-hmm. And give her the board and say, if you can, if you can take out this. Uh, oh, that's. I good. forget what's in operation. Um, What's an operation besides the funny bone? I don't that know. For a barbarian pancreas? point, what is it? <laughs> Take this pancreas. It Get that barbarian guy. point. Sure, it's about removing his actual organs. Uh, yeah. yeah, you guys are idiots. So you're like, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds about right. And you agree to take her to the Billings Airport the- in the opposite direction of where you're going. Okay. Has she explained the stakes that like, uh, I guess she's made up stakes of a sick brother? Made up stakes, brother. sick brother. Okay. So you agree to take her to the airport in the opposite direction. This child is a trying. genius. <laughs> and she doesn't need any of it to trick you guys. Uh, Holly opens a computer and makes an online purchase on her giant laptop, which you guys treat as strange and dangerous magic, uh, both because it's 1990 and because you're stupid as fuck. Yeah. Uh, now the bad guys catch on to Holly's plan to escape. How do they do this? Uh, she like logged onto their 
military network with her laptop. Uh huh. No, they just checked their bank statement and noticed she bought a, a plane ticket. Oh. Uh huh. They come up with an ingenious plan to stop her. Hana, what is that plan? Uh, they're also going to the airport and they are taking those, like, you know, those, like, Looney Tunes, Marx Brothers esque traps that my, my great grandpa swore he killed a bunch of Nazis with it, but I doubt it. Anyway, where you just, like, tie a Wait. string. Um, you, you tie like a string across a doorway or like a frame of some sort and then people just fall down. And your, your grandpa said, I put a string and I'm just like, eight my great grandpa, there was like a bridge to his village and he claims he, 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 he murked a bunch of Nazis that way. I don't buy it. It's too cartoonish. <laughs> that is extremely cartoonish. Uh, I mean, no. it'd be hit, awesome. Hit the it's string and like their heads popped that. off. Well, no, they fell off the bridge. Oh, okay. okay. And that killed them. So they yeah, walked into yeah, the I string mean, so hard it like bounced them off a bridge? I mean, I guess if it's a rickety old bridge, it's possible that okay. the tripping would cause How did your them- great-grandfather make sure that it was the Nazis that would hit the string and not like a local mother? Uh, Nazis only entrance? It was segregated from Nazis to non-Nazis? I don't know the answer to that except that it was late at night. I don't think that he could have just killed some random ass people. Okay. okay. So you think that they show up at the airport with a bridge and a piece of string and try to trick her into, <laughs> yes. into going Troubling over. war crimes from Hans I was past. I was thinking just the piece of string, but like, <laughs> sure, yeah, bridge too. I like the bridge edition. Nope. No, they call the airport and cancel the reservation. <laughs> okay. uh, you guys are now at the airport. Vic, you need to pee. Uh, how do you explain that in barbarian language? Uh, I need to squeeze the spaghetti. Pretty good. Get a barbarian point. Yeah. What you actually say is, I need to take a giganto whiz. <laughs> I would have got there. Yeah, pretty close. Uh, you, you head into the airport to piss gigantically, just in time to see the bad guys gra- grab Holly. Rafe, you're following. Uh, you, you are summoned. You confront them. Uh, Rafe first. Rafe, you confront the bad guys in the middle of, of abducting Holly. Uh, what do you do? I, uh, I grab them by the scruffs of their necks and I say, God damn it, Rue, why are you picking now to meow? <laughs> <laughs> and then Rue is going to take the rest of it here. Here's what I do. Uh, I'll go ahead and give Rue a barbarian point for that uh, because What's what you do Rue? is... Get knocked out instantly by the smallest one. Now it's on. It's an all-out airport brawl. Vic, one of the think tank goons, I guess? Uh, He knows karate, and he demonstrates some elaborate karate. What do you do? I pick up my unconscious brother and swing him like a bat directly into his dick. That's a great response. You can I get a barbarian it. point for that. What you do is you punch him straight in the face and then you make fun of karate for a while. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Another attacks you with a suitcase. How do you respond? Uh, I let it hit me and come out of the impact with a very silly outfit on. Pretty close. Uh, what you do is you punch the suitcase until it explodes and panties fly out of it. Now what do you oh. do? I say, 
it's like a dream I have every night. And I just dance in the panties. Uh, you can take a barbarian point for that whole exchange. Uh, <laughs> and what you actually do is you catch the panties, look to a nearby woman and say, nice. You know, if these aren't yours, they ought to be. And then you throw the panties in her face and run away. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking crazy. That's the craziest thing you could have possibly done. Oh, and God, how did she I, not just fuck him? Because her panties, the ones she's wearing are drenched. That has to be illegal. I'm not sure in which direction, but something about it feels illegal. Rafe, you're back up. Now a pudgy goon is squaring off against you. What do you do? Uh, I punch him in his gut with the nope. full force, nope. and then the bounce of that, of, of the hitting his All pudgy wrong. gut, just flings me across the room, and I slam into through several walls and bricks, and and just, just die. You know nope, he, he knocks you out. Too. Oh, damn it! He <laughs> knocks you out and dangles you comically over a railing. Vic, it's up to you to save your brother. Uh, how do you do that? Uh, I take one of the pairs of panties and I put it on the goon and give him a very, very tight, but erotically charged wedgie. Pretty good. Uh, what you actually do is lift that karate goon from earlier over your head and threaten to throw him to his death unless the fellow goon releases your brother, uh, which he does. I guess they're best friends. So uh, what do you do? Oh, I throw him. I don't go through You throw him over anyway. Yeah, you absolutely yeah. <laughs> throw him over anyway. Uh, Holly gets away, but she is also stealing your truck. So you climb aboard and surf your truck for a while before jumping down in front of the windshield, making booga booga faces to scare her. Not sure why that's a good idea, but it works. This works. Uh, you force her to pull over. And Rafe, you're really disappointed in her. What do you say? I'd say... Uh... God damn it, Holly. This learner's permit is expired. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, you say, don't think you can take advantage of us just because we're two big dumb guys. <laughs> Vic? Vic, you wow. got anything to add to that? Uh, I take the remote control and I just turn my brother off forever. Just ending ending his existence with the click of a magic button. <laughs> and then spend the rest of the movie regretting it. No, uh... <laughs> You add, we're not. We're two huge dumb guys. Okay. Yep. Holly yeah. apologizes. All is forgiven. You're just, you're two big dumb dogs who just want to lap. It's, it's adorable. <laughs> uh, now it's time to start the truck so you can go on your journey again. Uh, there's a process for this. What is that process? All right. So the panties from earlier. Yeah. I need the car Listening. to inhale from those panties mm -hmm. to get the invigoration it needs. Oh uh, yeah, that's the intake. Yeah, you put it in front of the intake. That makes sense. So I yeah, yeah. I put them I, I stretch them real far, like over the grade of the car, so that the car can really get a get a nice whiff. Yeah, and like then, a, uh, this woman yeah. was coming back from her trip, so these are filthy panties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Real nasty. Just just Airport delay after delay panties. It's the worst. They're nasty. Um, and then I, I'm sorry. I don't know why I feel distracted. The cat's like, are you talking about panties? Hey, you, you know, that's actually, that's actually a good several, strategy. Several very... God, Rue, what the fuck? <laughs> a fucking cat. I thought you were kidding on Twitter. So I pull like five different levers, but... 
in but in like order of like 20 times so it's like i'm just undoing what i did before you know what i mean yeah 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 so i pull five different levers but it's like they're back in the their old position and then i turn the keys and start the car but then i don't push any pedals because i forgot that you have to do that Mm -hmm. what you've described is essentially putting a choke on the engine and using the kill switches which would be a valid process it's amazing that you stumbled onto that uh no what you do what you guys do is you sing the lucky lucky song now the lucky lucky song requires a costume change so it's time for a barbarian fashion check fantastic give me that barbarian fashion check i am wearing um a child's t-shirt that says shut the fuck up mom (laughs) tiny jean shorts harvested from the same child and (laughs) so it's a child (laughs) well probably if you can still call it a child when it's a bag of meat too many bandanas to identify. Like, I've overloaded your visual receptors with shapes. I'm hard to look at. Uh, that's my that's my outfit. Hana? Uh, bandanas all the way down. Um, all of the body bandanas are bedazzled, and the head bandana just says the word Jesus. No context, <laughs> just Jesus. Fantastic. Both take a point for that. Uh, Vic, what you do is you put a fully skinned rabbit on your head. And Rafe, you grab a pair of maracas made from bones. Oh my god. This is what you gear up for, the Lucky Lucky song. Do you want to take a stab at the Lucky Lucky song, anybody? Uh, Lucky Lucky Lucky, here's the Lucky Lucky. Lucky Lucky Lucky, Fuku Sucky Sucky. Lucky Lucky Lucky, we're so fucking lucky. Perfect, you can get an extra Barbarian point. It's extra credit. Awesome. It actually goes... Rabbit, rabbit, treat him good. Lucky, lucky, knock on wood. Yogi Berra, tug my grah, start him up. Kumbaya. This is a I normal thing to do. I would never have gotten that in a million wow. years. That's, that's amazing. It's offensive, but differently. <laughs> but in a wild new direction. And then a yeah. bold new direction. I love it. All right. At the think tank, a new goon shows up. His name is Irving. What does Irving look like? Just like a fucking rat in a suit. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, um, his name is Irving. I'm thinking Irving is a poster that was dropped on Poland in the 40s. <laughs> I can say that as what a, what a great way to put that. Uh, no, he is also seven feet tall. Uh, if I don't specify a role, he's seven feet tall. That's how they cast... <laughs> It's how they cast this movie, and it's wildly inexplicable and never commented on. Uh, Irving is played by the guy who plays Jaws in the Bond movies. Oh, okay. He's a think tank guy. Uh, It's the middle of the night. You guys have been driving. That's Mr. Gilmore's. (laughs) Okay. You insist? It's the middle of the night. You guys have been driving nonstop. You finally pull over at a truck stop for food. Rafe, you're out parking the truck. Vic, you're heading inside the truck stop with Holly. You put in your order. Vic, what's that order? Uh, 15 monster burgers, double the monster, uh, and a fish taco. (laughs) Pretty close. You can have a barbarian point for that. You order the liver and onions, two club sandwiches, two fries, the onion rings, a slice of pumpkin pie, some lime jello, and two chocolate shakes. You do get one more line (laughs) here. One more follow-up. What is that line? You know it. Um, Everybody knows it. Uh, 
we we know it. It's okay. I, of course, the catchphrase of the Barbarian Brothers, and hold the farts. <laughs> you can have a Barbarian point for that. Uh, no, it's oh, and order something for Rafe too. Uh-huh. Oh, of course. I, I, and I see. Then, the thing is, I absolutely knew the whole time that was for one person. Like, just this. It didn't even occur to me that that was two people's worth of food. And then, holy shit, you come back. You walk away. You come back for another line, and you say. Just kidding. And then you walk away. Wow. You came back just to assassinate your own joke, which nobody needed. It's an amazing decision. It's Can just I just a- add something right here? Sure. Okay, so you know how some truck stops because truckers are like, basically sometimes they have to live in their cars. So you know how tr- some truck stops have like showers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am currently singing the Washing My Dick song, which... <laughs> The lyrics are only the word lucky and washing my dick. <laughs> lucky, lucky, wash my dick. Lucky, lucky, wash my dick. Perfect. You can get an extra credit barbarian point for that. I'm sure that is the washing my dick song. That's uh, probably Vic, on the soundtrack. Vic, uh, you say, I finally get to take my whiz. Uh, you've been holding it for 12 hours, I guess. Wow. Uh, you almost make it to the bathroom, but something stops you. What is it? A seven foot tall man. That is a fine. Take a barbarian point. You are getting the logic of the movie. It's not correct, but spiritually it's correct because it's actually it correct. It's actually an attractive woman uh, oh. who grabs you and choke slams you into some restaurant supplies. She punches you in the face, straddles you, and bashes your head repeatedly into the wall. What do you do? Uh, I pee inside her. Obviously, we are deep in the lovemaking process. Uh, no, you scream in confusion, terror, and pain. <laughs> okay. And she says, shut up. You're only going to spoil it. Now you're having sex. Uh, I'm presumably oh. just peeing all over. You're correct. Like, there's no way. <laughs> it's not. Okay, Rafe, you're out in the diner with Holly Jesus. when you meet an old friend from another hit comedy franchise. Who is it? Uh... It's uh, it's Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, that would and, be amazing. Um, I, I, I just, I just, all I remember about him is Canadian. So I just, I, all my, all my reference points are like syrup and beavers, and 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 butter tarts and how Alberta has banned rats, and <laughs> that's it. That's it. He's like, we've met like 20 times and and all i know is canadian <laughs> okay <laughs> a great response uh it's actually michael winslow the sound effects guy from police academy oh, so lucky to oh, michael what, winslow. what's michael winslow doing oh fuck yeah what's uh, he doing i think he's a helicopter uh landing on an entire colony of farting beavers uh in <laughs> the key of a minor mm. uh and then Jimi Hendrix arrives to play an electric guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he's not doing any sound years. effects. What? He's not what? doing any sound effects. Instead, he aggressively does like D minus first day at, uh, at the improv stand up comedy jokes. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. This is like when the Star Wars holiday special had B. Arthur do no comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's a wild, it's multiple wild decisions in a row. 
now a child molester comes to hit on Holly and she leaves to check on Vic. This is never commented on in any way, uh, but oh it God. is the reality of being a teenage girl at a truck stop in the 90s. And I applaud the artistic honesty. Can confirm. It's a dark moment. It was unnecessary and really distracting and there's no punchline. But yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, Holly is eavesdropping on your... It's not love making. Hate making? You're hate making? <laughs> hate making. Uh, the woman is... You're soaked hate making. Yes, you're in, you're, you're in soaked hate making. She is still bashing your head into the wall uh, when she hears Holly gasp and she says, Rafe, someone was watching. Vic, what do you say? The more the merrier. <laughs> oh! And that screaming is when uh, the rest of my pee comes out. I've now launched her like a geyser. <laughs> And Fantastic. set up the sprinkler system. You can take a barbarian point for that. What you actually say is, I'm not Rafe, I'm Victor. Womp womp. How do you think she responds to that? Oh. Uh, just much more sexually aggressive. Like, this is a major turn on for her. No, she just punches you full in the face and knocks you completely unconscious. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's what this moment was. I don't know. Thank you for joining me. We're done with this moment. Uh, I'd Holly, like to uh, just ahead. do a check right here if it's okay to ask questions. Does this woman ever appear in the movie again? Uh, no, no, she does oh not. God, that's fucking Perfect. magical. This was the this was a self-contained moment, a little mini story we have taken the time to tell from beginning to apparently end. So good, and she had a sexual relationship with the other brother uh, to the point where she like would assault him in a truck stop without like checking to see like what his current like single status is. Yes. Also, he travels with his twin brother everywhere. Yes. To every, at all times. Yes. And they're seems, twin truckers. And never thought to check. Do I have the right twin? Yes. I'm, it's I perfect. mean, honestly, honestly points for not doing the identical twin rape joke that every other eighties movie did. Yeah, you get points for that. Instead, I believe she rapes him and certainly assaults him. I mean, it sounds violently. like it. Um, uh, never. I rescind the points. I'm I'm being misandrist right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bad person. <laughs> Incorrect in a bold new direction is that is how this movie rolls. Uh, Holly rejoins <laughs> Rafe at the table. He sees the remote and she explains, you know, in a very technical way what it does. He does not understand, but he does say, "Don't cool. eat that paper." Basically, Sorry. that's basically what he has to add. Cool. Sorry. End of scene. It's. it's feral cat problems yeah but it applies to rafe as well he has he has some feral cat problems rafe uh you do have business with michael winslow though what is it uh i need him to repair my windshield wipers solely so he can make that windshield wiper sound right uh yeah no he doesn't make any sound effects here uh Damn it. Your business is that you are giving Holly to him like a gift. Uh, this is a truck stop in the 1990s. Wonderful. Holly leaves with her new owner, Michael Winslow. She oh, is no. immediately kidnapped. Like almost in the restaurant is she kidnapped. She's not technically finished being kidnapped by Michael Winslow, making this like a nested kidnapping, which is great. <laughs> Uh, the tech star goons grab her and they have her in their sedan and they're trying to get away and you guys are going to stop them. How are you going to stop them? Okay. The remote control is the obvious answer, but I sure would like to throw some more toxic waste. <laughs> yep. 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 And chickens. Like, 
Like, or just put <laughs> one chicken in front of the in front of the truck, and then, a la Zelda, if you hit one chicken enough times, a bunch of them flock at you. I bet so if you gonna- punched Michael Winslow in the spine, he would make a sound like a police siren, and so we could get them to pull over, thinking the cops are chasing him. Ooh, good idea. I had a Spice Girls cassette tape that I made my mom play before school because she'd pull over. <laughs> was there a, a siren, siren or just four? Yeah, there was yeah. a siren in one of the songs. Okay. So Michael Winslow can do four of the five Spice Girls flawlessly. So as long as we can just yeah. avoid Ginger, like we can make this work. All right, yep. fantastic. You get barbarian points for that. Uh, no, it's it's time to get your lift on. You know it. You know oh, it was coming. Fuck yeah. You lift together as all brothers must do. Uh, Rafe, you hold the sedan's tires off the ground after you have it lifted together, while Vic rips the doors off and starts hurling goons across the entire parking lot. <laughs> uh, but remember, these are think tank goons, and the plot of this movie is the same as almost every 80s movie. You're just spreading the poop sand. <laughs> that is the, that's the plot. They're covered in poop sand. <laughs> You've you've spread the think tank goons across the parking lot like so he much poop to... sand. You know, the plot of this is the same as every 80s movie. Somebody is making super weapons and putting them on the streets. The think tank goons. So this time, oh. the think tank goons have gone back to their think tank and they have brought dangerous new weapons. What are they? God, one of them is a, a sonic bowel disruptor. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope one of them is just sort of a like a Rocky four robot that just kind of wheels around with claw hands. Uh, one of them is absolutely a Robosaurus, full size Robosaurus. Fantastic. Yep. Oh. One of them is just this cat with poison tipped whiskers, but mostly <laughs> just this fucking cat. This fucking goddamn cat. Uh, no, they are a chain and a board. <laughs> <laughs> now, they are my- super weapons. Now, a reminder, they didn't pick these up in the truck stop parking lot. They brought them out of the car. They went back to the think tank and got a chain and a board. They are brand new. have never been used. Spotless board. Uh, So, yeah, this was their plan. Irving, the monster henchman, steps out of the sedan. He stands to his full height and runs the fuck away to go get the girl (laughs) while, while only the weenies are left to fight you. Vic, how do you destroy your weenies? I still haven't had my Giganto Wiz. I feel like I want to grab his head and put it at crotch level and just flay his face flesh away like a fire hose. Just power wash this man down to a human skull. How can you not get a barbarian point for that? Uh, You just bash some heads. It's pretty basic. Rafe, how do you take care of your weenies? Uh, I I oven roast them and um, no, no, no. I grill them. That's the proper way. I grill Hmm. them until they're like, they've got some nice nice dark lines and they're nice and plump and i and then i shout this is not funny there's nothing funny about weenies and then i eat them a fine answer but uh no that it was a trick question you don't take care of these weenies you we cut to you and you're being strangled by three different men at the same time oh hon i'm sorry you got the brother that can't fight yep <laughs> uh vic you chase down and face off against irving chief henchman uh play the guy that plays Jaws. Uh, you grab a sweet breaker bar and do some flashy moves. He grabs his own giant metal bar. You square off and duel. He swings from above and you move to block it. What's, what's your next move? Uh, golf swing into the crotch. 
pretty good. Uh, no, there's a loud clang and you both drop your bars, shaking your hands and you say, oh. let's not do that again. And he says, no, that hurts. Oh, that's like a, a nice gentleman's fight. Yeah. So now it's a wrestling match. Uh, he pins you down and tries to drill you in the face. Holly shuts the drill off with her remote, but also lowers an entire truck onto the pair of you in doing it. Uh, this <laughs> remote will never do one minor thing without doing one major thing horrifically <laughs> wrong. That's that's Good how this works. Irving also pulls out a knife, even though the drill still had a pointy bit. So, I mean, yeah, that still would have hurt. Uh, but this looks like it for you, Vic. How are you going to get out of this one? Uh, I'm going to lift. I'm going to lift him and the truck. Damn, you get a barbarian point for a lift. You've discovered the cheat code. Uh, no, it's that he leans back a little too fast and knocks himself out on the truck. You do nothing. Oh, uh, he is now he is now I, in a no, position. I, I do know from the Barbarians movie that not doing something when certain death is about to happen is kind of a barbarian move. Uh-huh. Yes, you do. So, now that he's knocked himself out and he's in a position to be slowly crushed by that truck... He begs for your help, well, unable to move. Uh, what do you do? I change into a new outfit so that he can watch me die very fancy. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, you leave him to be slowly crushed by the truck, and and yeah, that's it. Uh, back, back to <laughs> <Jesus>. Rafe. <laughs> back to Rafe. Uh, you've escaped your menage a strangle. Uh, what is your next move? Uh, I take the bedazzled sequins off of my many bandanas and I stick them on my tongue and then I try to lick them to death. More cat-themed savagery. Yeah, you can take a barbarian <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine where I'm getting this. Uh, no, you are being viciously beaten with both a board and a chain. Perfect. <laughs> Just always getting fucked up. <laughs> yep. I hope you're getting it. It's coming across loud and clear. Holly is oh, trying I'm, to. I'm never get. I'm never. No, no. I refuse. I refuse to relent. I refuse to let myself get beaten up. I don't care what your cannon is. You know what? Take a barbarian point for that. That's that's exactly the right attitude. Great attitude. Uh, Holly is trying to sabotage their cars with the magic remote. It's not going well. Vic, you're here to assist her. How do you do that? Uh, I grab it from her very rudely and just start hitting buttons. And I cause just fucking chaos. Like planes are falling out of the sky and cars are swerving off the road. No, but I like that instinct. Uh, instead, you savagely rip the engines apart with your bare hands. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay, that works too. So that's the dichotomy. That's what Rafe does and that's what Vic does. Uh, Holly runs into Sweeney, the, the repo man, and oh no, she just kicks him in the balls and he immediately falls away. And it's it, it's a split second of screen time and it's crazy they included it. So that's it. It's, he's gone. Uh, you you guys hop in the truck with Holly. The goons and that's pull a wrap out. for David Carradine. <laughs> Not quite, but may as well be. You guys hop in the truck with Holly, but the goons pull out shotguns, which they have had all along. Uh, what do you guys do? This, this I know for sure. When a barbarian brother has a gun pulled on him, they sit still and wait to die. Pretty close. You can take a I, point for I, I'm uh, going to add that I, I, again, stick my thumb sensually into the gun hole as uh, though it were a mouth. But also I wait to die. Okay, you both can take a point because that is the barbarian brother's move. But in this case, you basically wait to die while they approach with shotguns because you have to sing... 
the lucky song. Every time you start your truck, you pull out your rabbit hat and your maracas of bone. Uh, you're both just suffering from a case of and huge. If I recall that was an Indian rain dance followed by several wrong words in Cantonese. Is yes. that how you sang that? Okay. Basically. Sure. Uh, you're just, it's apparent now that you're suffering from some sort of huge OCD, which is just, it's just OCD, but for huge guys, but you did it. Mm-hmm. You can start the truck, you drive away. You don't get far though. Something's wrong with the truck. So you pull into a motel to fix it and get some sleep. Now, Vic, you're out back parking the truck while Rafe, you're heading in with Holly who jumps in the shower and there's a knock on the door. Someone has followed you. Who is it? Uh, it's that skunk that I threw on that cop and <laughs> it had a family. I'm not And dead it wants yet. me to know that <laughs> it had a family. It would it be a perfect time for that cat to scream right now. Babies. But it'll never do and- it. No, 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 no. Never one. I think it's uh, it's an angry police officer, then a drill sergeant, then TV's Johnny Carson, and then it's revealed that this was Michael Winslow at the door the whole time. Also spiritually close. No, it's Claudia Christian, the child psychologist. Uh, she has something for you. What is it? Rafe, Hana. Oh, 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 a Turing test. Uh, no, it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, brought okay. a gun. Uh, (laughs) she hog ties you and says, you're not touching that girl. Just now you realize, wait, that's, this does look really bad. This does look super bad. Uh, so what do you say to calm her down? Uh, no, I'm not, but I am a computer. (laughs) In response to the line she did. Yeah. Uh, no, you say, guess what? She says, what? You say, that's what. And then you giggle like a little child for a long time. Wow. And then you break your bonds like a giant and giggle some more. And uh, you say something to her after breaking those bonds. What's that line? Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good line. Uh, that's actually spiritually very close to what he says, which is your hands are nice and soft. Wow. Yep. Amazing. She, she knocks you unconscious with a pistol whip. Uh, what does she do after that? Uh, she interrupts Holly in the shower, grabbing her out of the shower, fully naked, like an actual sex criminal. And then she says, she hands her a towel and says, slap that shit on. We're going to Vegas. <laughs> what a great barbarian response. Take a point for that. Uh, what she actually does is pauses to grope the unconscious Rafe for just a second, just for fun. She's tad to see. This is part of your theme, uh, women assaulting you. Vic, okay. you come in at this, the worst possible moment. What do you do? You seeing your brother being molested. She's got a gun. Uh, I just assume this is how he makes love. So I say, oh, excuse me. I didn't know uh, you had company. And I leave. Uh, pretty close, but you should have gotten the hint. She has a gun. So you just shrug and you did say not nothing. You do nothing. Uh, Rafe, you are best friends with CTE. You were only unconscious for a split second and found it rather comforting, like a blanket for your head. Uh, you take the gun away from Claudia Christian. There's a jump cut. And now you're all best friends somehow. What are you doing? 
uh, riding a roller coaster yeah. with roller little coaster sailor hats and licking big lollies. Basically, yeah. Get a get a. You both take a barbarian point for that. You're having a pizza party. Aww. We cut right from molestation and head bashing and gun to pizza party. But we there's a soccer game. <laughs> yeah, but there's only one pizza left and two huge brothers. What do you guys do? Uh, I mean, we have to battle for it. You can't. There's no way to split a pizza between two people. I don't know. I feel like we are big enough that we could chow down and meet in the middle, Lady and the Tramp style. But oh, that's pizza. true. It's time for a barbarian kiss. I like that plan a lot. Uh, no, you were right the first time. It's a brother fight. Every Barbarian Brothers movie has a moment where they stop and they just brawl. Uh, in this case, they just start strangling each other to the horror of the girls. Uh, Vic, you bash Rafe over the head with a high-tech prototype remote over and over, even as Holly screams for you not to and tells you to relax. And you say, ah, it's just the hotel TV remote, as though that was the problem. Uh, right. Now... The hotel TV remote and this dangerous prototype technology look exactly the same. I wonder if um, this pays off later. Oh, there's no way it could. There's no way. Anyway, you demonstrate that it's it's just the motel remote and you black out a city block because you were incorrect, because you're always incorrect. <laughs> uh, you guys leave the girls the motel room and you leave to sleep in the back of your truck because you're huge, but you're gentlemen. You're just big old gentlemen. Uh, Claudia Christian stops you in the doorway because she really wants to nail you, Rafe. I'm not sure if you got that by the unconscious groping. Uh, she apologizes very sexily for bashing you in the head, and you say, uh, May I take your towel, madam? And then I keep handing her towels. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Of course you get a point for that. Uh, that you that's what the C CTE should command you to do. But instead you say, hey, don't worry about it. I don't got a lot of brains, but they're tough. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing to say. It's really good. So anyway, if, if it's not clear, I'm just going to give this to you. Vic is the fighter with his supernatural strength and rage. Mm -hmm. Rafe is the banger with his supernatural strength and rage. Uh, both are, are just very skilled at what they do. The next day... Sweeney finally steals your truck. It's finally happened. Rafe, where are you and what are you doing while this tragedy happens? Uh, I am underneath the truck trying to change the oil. Uh, the problem is I don't know what the oil is. So I've just, I've just like emptied a bunch of Freon into my mouth. <laughs> Fantastic. It'll really help with that concussion. Uh, no, you're still in the doorway of the motel room just banging Claudia Christian with words. Uh, somehow, it's the next day and you're, you're still doing that. Vic, where are you and what are you doing while this tragedy occurs? Uh, I'm sleeping in the back of the truck with a thumb in my mouth uh, and a baby bonnet. Uh, I'm, my blanket is a sash covered in 700 merit badges, all of them for sex stuff. <laughs> fantastic except for that's rafe years would be for dismantling men uh yeah, it's rafe's blanket okay <laughs> perfect that's a perfect answer and it's very close to accurate get a barbarian point oh, you, you are in the back of the truck the very back you're eating a banana on top of the toxic waste <laughs> <laughs> that's how they made donkey kong <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, all right. Rafe and the girls pursue Sweeney in uh, Claudia's car now. So they're in a sedan behind you. Sweeney nearly runs a guys off the road. Rafe, you have an idea, and it's to jump out on the hood of the car and car surf it. Hell yeah. Vic, you also have an idea. Uh, I'm going to dip this banana in the radioactive waste. That is correct. Uh, you roll <laughs> around You roll around on the ground while toxic waste barrels bash you in the head. And you do finish your banana. So take a point for that. That's absolutely correct. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> Rafe, you leap aboard your truck and you pop your head in the window for a one-liner. What do you say? That's all, folks. I can't do Porky Pig. Fuck, that's so close. Get a point for that. You say, honey, I'm home. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> really, it's close. It's, it's, it's really close. It's exactly what a guy with a concussion would holler thinking he was being clever. Sweeney pulls out a huge hand cannon and puts it in your mouth and says, consider yourself evicted. It's the holy shit moment. So what do you do? Uh, I say... um. Tenant's rights, and then I take the cannon and stick it up my butt, and then I say, I like it like that. This is for me. <laughs> uh, no, what you actually do is you slowly grab the gun from him, like in slow motion, and he lets you have it, and then you throw it over your shoulder like it's dangerous, while Swinney lets you and nods. I guess it's in, like an inside joke that you guys share, but the audience doesn't. Because it's a crazy huh. moment for him to just be like, yeah, that was the wrong move. I'm sorry. Huh. 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 That's very strange. That's a very strange moment. Uh, he pulls over and lets you take your truck back. Huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, then, then he repossesses Claudia's car instead. Only she doesn't owe any payments. I don't think he actually works for anybody. He might just be using <laughs> the wrong word cars. for stealing. Like he learned the wrong <laughs> word early. <laughs> Oh God, this is so weird. A series so, of strange. Did Claudia problems. somehow like hypnotized him with her therapist powers. Maybe she never engaged with him in any way. Uh, oh. Just, just Rafe. It, like Rafe and him have. It's implied, I guess, they have some sort of relationship. I, that's just me assuming some sort of explanation for this moment when really there can be no I mean, possible. Explanation. I feel like that means I should get a point for the for the cannon, but hell yeah, that's basically that's basically accurate. Sure, yeah. It's no different from what happened in the movie. Philosophically. <laughs> it's no different at all. All right. So he takes the car and takes off. Rafe, you're driving again. Uh, you and Claudia are talking about the power of Holly's on-off remote invention and how she shouldn't like sell out her dreams for money. Uh, Rafe, you got something inspirational to say about this. What is it? Babies are like a football. <laughs> They can attract people, but not necessarily the right people. <laughs> That's, very That's beautiful. Nice. Take a point for that. Uh, what you actually say is, always be true to thine own heart, and mountains shall fall and seas shall part. Claudia says, That's beautiful. Where's it from? Rafe says, Schwarzenegger, Conan the Barbarian. Is it? It is not. <laughs> it is not. That is not from the film Conan the Barbarian. Not even close. Doesn't even sound like it. It's, what a wild move. But again, this was 1990. What are you? What were you going to do? Check and watch Conan? Yeah, you probably were going to watch Conan you the Barbarian. You could have. Yeah. There's no way these guys didn't have multiple copies of they Conan starred the Barbarian in a, on VHS. This is post The Barbarian, so they starred in their Conan the Barbarian ripoff already. 
It's crazy that they would try it. Uh, the Techstar Think Tank goons have caught up to the truck and you spot them. Rafe, what do you do? What's your move? Uh, I throw barrels of toxic waste at them, a la Donkey Kong, forgetting that I have a delivery. And then the countdown clock beeps and I scream and shriek and, and think of the guy with the condom on his nose that I have failed. <laughs> no. No, that's appropriate madness for the amount of concussions you've taken. But what you do instead is you make out with Claudia Christian a little bit. Okay. Yeah, because that's that's what you do. You're a lover. Uh, the goons wave to you happily and then try to run you off the road. Another crazy moment. They lean out to blow your front tires out with shotguns. You hit the brakes so they shoot each other. That classic bit. And only then do you all simultaneously notice you are speeding towards a train crossing. Here's a reminder. You are driving a truck full of toxic waste. Mm-hmm. Do you try to race that train? I mean, there's no I question. Hell yes, yeah. you race that train. Yeah. Hell, yeah. hell no, you don't make it. Your truck sells on the tracks. Vic, what do you do? I know from the Barbarian Brothers movie I've seen and the other games we've played that when certain death is coming, the barbarians don't do anything and hope it works out for the best. So I don't even say anything cute. I have roller skates in my hand. Uh, a lacy unitard, a lacy beret, and a leather beret. <laughs> Multiple. The, you get a point for the multi beret. Nesting well, berets. <laughs> and you don't do anything useful. So yeah, you can have that point. You aren't that. Okay. Uh, what you do is you start singing the Lucky Chicken Bone song. Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, I probably should have got that. Yeah, the goons are approaching. Their shotguns drawn. Rafe, what do you do? Uh. I I take out a cigarette and the smoke from the train and the toxic waste lights that cigarette and I say goodbye, baby, and then I jump off a cliff. Very noir of you. Uh, far too smart for Rafe to do. He joins in on the Lucky Chicken Bone song. <laughs> what does Claudia Christian do? Oh, hell yeah, she joins in. Hell yeah, she joins in on the <laughs> Lucky Chicken Bone song. Uh, you made it to California. You drop Holly off to her uh, boyfriend, uncle. I don't know. It hardly matters. Like you have basically just been trying to get her to any man who was willing to take her and you found one. Uh, your ticking clock is broken. You thought you had hours, but you only have 30 minutes to make that 30 minute drive. You got to roll out. So you. Uh, don't. Yeah, that sounds right. I, I would say maybe grab the barrels and run because you think that's going to go faster. <laughs> no, it's chicken bone. It's chicken bone every time. Oh my God. You God do the chicken it. bone song. Claudia Christian now has a little outfit to go along with it. She's fully on board. She has become a barbarian brother and believes fully Amazing. in this trucker idiot bone religion thing. Uh, that Yeah, she's lost her mind. You... You, however, take the remote to change all the stoplights in your favor, which is, again, not something the movie ever said this can do. Uh, So what happens? How does it work? Uh, You know, this the whole structure of these barbarian movies to me feels like those like uh, racist movies where like a black character was like very black, like a white person's idea of what black people were, which is like really outlandish fashion and silly behavior. And then by the end of the movie, everyone, all the white people have joined in with that behavior. And like, 
you know, like the old lady's like, I'm going to hit the chronic, my shizzle, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I feel like that's the structure of these Barbarian Brothers movies. It is. They turn everybody around them into barbarians by the end. You're right. They did it to the kids. They did it to the, yep. uh, the acrobat troop. Not sure who they did it to in Double Trouble, but I bet they did it to somebody. Each other, and they, maybe. And, they're, and they themselves represent a, a very strange, like, outlier culture not understood by the people writing the film. Or, and or anybody, except or for anyone, their own. really. But they right. are contagious. They are mentally contagious. Correct. It is some, some sort of disease. Uh, no, the, the correct answer is... Not that you use your mental disease to turn everybody into Barbarian Brother, although it kind of is. You know what? You can have a point for that theory. Uh, the correct answer <laughs> okay. is that the remote does not work because it was not designed to do that. So oh. Claudia Christian, uh, she is quietly chicken boning to herself the entire time, even though that's not appropriate to the situation. And she's the only one doing it. Her mind is completely broken. Yeah, Vic, the whole team has to chicken bone. You actually figured out how to work the remote. What was the trick? Oh, I had the hotel TV remote. I was, I was just using the wrong one. I'm taking another point away from you. Stop. God damn it. Stop doing that. <laughs> the trick was pressing the buttons harder with your muscles. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, fucking against all odds, you guys are on track to make this delivery. When you overhear on the radio that Bruckner, the think tank uh, leader, he knows, he knows where Holly is and he's going to go get her. Rafe, you're driving. You got a choice. Make the delivery or save Holly. Uh, I try to do both. Um, so I had, um, I Rafe, even though this is currently the nineties, um, had a stretch Armstrong toy as a kid and figured mm. that's how bodies work. So I try to stretch my arm through the window to grab Holly and I just, it just breaks off on a stop sign and I keep <laughs> driving. <laughs> uh yeah, you can get a point for a plan that doesn't work unexpectedly. That's the vibe of the movie. Mm. Uh, no, you just turn around, uh, completely abandoning the entire plot of the movie. Uh, you would think there would be some sort of dual, we're going to try to do both thing. Now, you return to the house and you find Bruckner has radically escalated his villainy from being think tank weenie. He now has a knife and he's threatening to slit both of the teenagers' throats to the point that he's drawing, <laughs> he's drawing blood. It's a wow. nuts escalation for the tone of this movie. You guys barge in. You offer to exchange the remote for Holly by saying. Good, sir. We offer you a trait. Please do not harm those children. We have a scientific artifact here that does things well beyond your expectations. Uh, almost magical things. Please. You're, you've taken this too far. They're only children. <laughs> I, dare, I dare you to take a point. I dare you. <laughs> I can't. I can't take a point. In fact, I'll give you a point because it's spiritually close. What you oh. say is, do it or I'll crush the damn thing. Or don't you think I'm strong enough? <laughs> another another hostage standoff. Yeah, That's and you, challenge, you immediately challenge his strength, even though nobody questioned it. Uh, you put that out there. Vic, you go to support this statement. Uh, how, do you, how do you support it? Uh, let's see. I'm supporting the statement that he will crush the remote control. Yes. Um, I say he can do it. That's his masturbation hand. Pretty close. You can get another point for that. <laughs> you very quietly say he lifts weights. <laughs> he lifts. He lifts weights. He lifts weights. Aww. It's it's a, it's a weird non punchline, but it made me laugh really hard when it happened. 
<laughs> now that you evil... might not know this about us, we 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 lift weights. You introduce the idea that you're strong as a problem to him, and he's like, "Yeah, so it's like a small plastic thing. You're huge, of course." <laughs> and, and then you back it up really weakly. Uh, the evil executives that we've all forgotten about have shown up, and this is another set of villains for you. Uh, Holly makes a tearful speech about staying genuine and throws the device at the truck, shattering it. Uh, the evil executives turn on Bruckner, abducting him with the wacky implication that they're going to murder him horribly. Uh, <laughs> Sweeney creeps in, gets really erotic, and steals your truck again, just as the ticking clock ticks over to zero. It's it's all over. In the back, a barrel of toxic waste tips over and bursts open. It's the worst possible ending. But Holly delivers another stirring speech about believing in yourself. It's not appropriate, but she ends it by saying she loves you two huge dopes. Vic, you have a secret to reveal. What is it? Uh, uh, oh, that's you. What? Yeah, that's me. Um, I'm forgetting which brother I am. Yeah, my secret is I'm the wrong brother. I think you were onto something there, Hana. My secret is that I was Rafe this entire final act. Uh, that would be amazing. You keep expecting the switcheroo. No, it's a different kind of switcheroo. But you did predict the switcheroo. I'll give you a point for the switcheroo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you swap the devices out. This is the remote from the motel. You still have the prototype. Oh. Rafe? I felt that it was just like so obvious that that she didn't throw the real remote that yeah. I didn't want to lose a point by saying it. You're right. It was a trap and there was no correct way for you to answer it other than what you did. Uh, so Rafe. Betrayed. I'm give you a betrayal point. You get one betrayal point. <laughs> you do. You get a betrayal point. Uh, I hope it keeps you warm in hell. Uh, Rafe, what do you do to this realization? I go, uh, so what's playing at the hotel then? And we flash back to the hotel and it's just just the apocalypse. Just, just <laughs> dinosaurs and like angels, but like biblical angels with all the eyeballs and like just everyone's dying. That's weirdly close. You get a point for that. Uh, what you do is you make the fuck out with Claudia Christian. Mm. Like wordlessly. Holly makes out with her boyfriend, Vic... Vic doesn't have anybody to make out with. Aww. So he says... He has a truck. <laughs> yeah, he does have the truck. He says, I hate this mushy part, and uses the remote to turn off the movie. Aww. Now, is that the end? Your tone seems to suggest it's not. But how could is it that... not be the end? Well, the remote always does something terribly wrong in addition to that. We do sort of have that thread open where there's like, like a truck full of radioactive waste, like just in a pretty populated zone from what I am uh -huh. picturing. And you expect to um, solve that thread in this movie. Maybe resolve it, maybe not solve, but resolve it. So like maybe we do a post credit where like there's toxic mutants running around. Huh? I will give you a point for that because on some level you're going to be correct. Okay. <laughs> Uh, impossibly, that is not the end of the movie. Uh, we revisit the truck stop diner scene where we come back to destroy a joke. Uh, Rafe comes back with another line and says, don't be an idiot, show the rest of the movie. And so Vic turns it back on very awkwardly and we revisit the movie. We're back in the movie now. Okay, okay. Uh, we're with Sweeney, who is cruising along when the toxic waste in the back that has been leaking now shoots green lightning into the air. Holy shit. It's the 90s. 
We know what this means. What happens to Sweeney? Acid brain. Oh, wrong yeah, he's, got, he's a mutagen so. monster. He's a he's a Robocop toxic Avenger guy. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh no. Maybe he fu- is there a, a is there like a turtle in the cabin? He can fuse mutagenically with a turtle. Now we've been trained to expect this, but no. What he does is he reaches into his Man mouth. Car. <laughs> the yes, turbo, turbo team. Turbo adult. <laughs> Turbo Repo Man. No, he reaches into his mouth and pulls out a tooth. He looks at it in terror. He itches the back of his head and pulls out some hair. He screeches in horror and agony as he realizes he has fatal radiation poisoning. Holy shit. That's it for Sweeney. What are you you guys doing in the epilogue? Let's see. I'm wearing a tiny jaunty cowboy hat and the rest just toothpaste froth. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah, what are you wearing? Uh, I am wearing a single a single feather on each of my balls, <laughs> just one on each, and um, and uh, uh, throwback to the last podcast I got to do with you guys. Um, just Jackie Chan tassels on my nips, just Jackie nice. Chan's face covering oh. just the nips. It's just a deeply erotic ending for both Barbarian Brothers. You get a point. That's how it should be. No, you're back in your original outfits, but you have bought a new truck. With Holly's money, who started her own business, selling these world-ending remotes you couldn't give to the evil guys straight to the <laughs> consumer market, uh, surely sowing anarchy throughout the world. Uh, okay. Beautiful. That's, that's, that's win-win. That's how it ends, is that you've destroyed the world, and Tweeny gets fatal radiation poisoning and dies in agony. Oh, and uh, your new handle is Double Trouble. That will be the name of your next movie. This establishes the Barbarian Brothers cinematic universe. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt! Einstein Hunter Frankfurt! It's a podcast canal! Und mit maximalen Schau! Doc Frankfurt Podcast? Correct! Yeah! Ich brauch dies nicht, brauch dies nicht ohne! Schick die in die Hundesau! Für eine Stunde! Komm schon! Du kennst die Nummer! Ladies and gentlemen, from Gladiator Arena here in beautiful Dank Knob, Kentucky, Poxco Productions presents The Supreme Gladiators. Three Finger Louie, Aaron Croston, also called Cincinnati Spank, Adrian H., Aiden Moat, Alpha Scientist Javo, Ron Andy, also known as Flip Hammer, Andreas Larson, Armando Nava, Benjamin Cyronin. Bim Talzer, also known as Blip Hammer. Brian Saylor. Brianne Whitney. Brockway loves the meat millie, you know he does. Sarah. Red. Chris Brower, sworn enemy of Flip Hammer. Curious Glare. Dan B. Dean Costello. Donald Finney. Dr. Awkward. Eric Spaulding. Fancy Shark, sworn enemy of Blip Hammer. Jellaho, Hambone, Haraka, Hot Fart, Jaber Al Aiden, Jacob Thornburg, James Boy, sworn enemy of Flip Hammer, who he's mistaken for, Flip Hammer. Nobody tell him. 
Jeff Oraski, Jeremy Neal, John Dean, John McCammon, John Minkoff, Josh Fabian, sworn enemy of Josh Fabian, Josh S, Ken Paisley, K&M, Laziest Man on Mars, Matt Riley, also known as The Laser Stranger, Michael Lair, Michael Wells, also known as The Flaming Neighbor, enemy of The Laser Stranger, Mickey Lohman, Mike Stiles, also called Style Mike, Moju, sworn enemy of Style Mike, ND, sworn enemy of Style Mike, Neil Bailey, sworn enemy of Let's just assume, if not explicitly called out, everyone is a sworn enemy of Style Mike. Neil Schaefer, Nick Ralston, Nick H. Ozzy Olin thinks Style Mike is just okay. Patrick Herbst, Rain Vargas, Rhiannon, Sarkovsky, Spotty Reception, Ted H. The H stands for I Hate You, Style Mike. Timmy Leahy, Toasty Guy, Tom Sekula. Tommy G, Waylon Russell, currently seeking a sworn enemy, inquire within. Yosarian, and Brandon Garlock, universally beloved with no known enemies except for insulin resistance. I'll see you in the battlesphere, insulin resistance!